Hello and welcome to the Lime Tree Sessions podcast. This is our first ever episode and we have the lovely Jack Harvey with us from the Houndcats. Everybody, worst gigging experience. Me and the dog's <laughs> birthday party. <laughs> we just turned up and it was closed. <laughs> like, if you want my body by, by Stuart while you're in the shower. Like, Hello. We are here. How are you doing, Jack? You all right? I'm all right. How are you? Aye, not so bad, not so bad. Good Be stuff. honest, this is the first one we've ever done, so you are the guinea pig for this. Aye, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, we've just done a couple of videos for Jack as well. Uh, a couple of covers that will be coming out later on the channel. Uh, and they were really good. We're, we're ploughed on despite Jack being ever so slightly ill. Oh, yes, you could probably hear from my voice. It's not, not great. <laughs> He's like Phoebe and Friends yeah. when she had a cold. Yes, and she sounds, yes. she sounds, sounds really sexy, you know. Uh, so I've got a couple of cues for her here because uh, as this is our first time doing a podcast, ladies and gentlemen, yes. uh, we're not really sure how to do it. So we're going to kind of just troop on and see what happens. Um, so we've got a couple of questions here. So Jack... And to everybody else in the room, what was your first ever musical inspiration, whether it be a person or an artist or something like that? Probably Noel Gallagher was the first person that. Get I, out. No. I know. I know. It's bad that. Yeah, yeah. You were my first one. <laughs> no, like, it really was because I just it's just I like it's really simple guitar stuff and it's just you can easily pick it up really quickly and I was just doing gigs in pubs and that playing Oasis songs and. That's just where it all started, it's really. The easiest chord, it is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Is it the Oasis all stuff the same four like? chords as well? Yeah. Oh yeah, I like both. I like his solo stuff as well. Yeah. So when you were playing in pubs, was it Wonderwall? And yeah, done it still is. It still is. Well, still, yeah. <laughs> no, nothing much has changed in um, the past. Well, thirty years since they've been yeah. around, I suppose, is it? Because it's like we were saying before about like people like Kurt Cobain and stuff like that. That's like the other side of it. You know, Gallagher's, you know, being very basic songs and structures but mm -hmm. it means that it's accessible to a lot of people which may be a good thing maybe yeah, a bad yeah. thing I'll, I'll leave that to your interpretation um in terms of like because you do a lot of 60 stuff in yeah. the Houndcats and we've got a couple of lads here from the preamps I should point out as well we haven't mm -hmm. introduced ourselves so maybe we'll do that afterwards yeah, yes. Do that, yes but uh, okay well we'll take a quick break from that my name's Jack we've got I'm Lyndon and uh, I'm Scott here these two lads are in the preamps, which is also a 60s-inspired band, uh, as well as the Houndcats, which Jack is in. So in the Houndcats, you do a lot of 60s stuff. Yeah. What was the thing that made you want to do that stuff in the band? Was there, was there something like a turning point where you really got into 60s music? Well, I've always liked it, but I think for weddings and stuff like that, everyone likes the 60s, 50s yeah, and 60s yeah, music. Like, every age group likes it. You can have, like, people that are 12-year-old, like... Running around the dance floor and that, and loving it, and then you've got like the eighty-year-old women there, and they're large demographic, well. like exactly, yeah. Do you guys find that as well in the preamps? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, kids will dance to pretty much anything, yeah. which is yeah, pretty handy. But yeah, our demographic is or, or stick that toys on your ride symbol. Yeah. Or yeah, do strange things. <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, it's a very wide-reaching music from yeah. the sixties, and especially seventies music as well. Yeah, it's. Um, but you guys go down really well at a club because, let's be honest, the average age in a club is yes. well over 50 and 60. <laughs> ah, yeah. So you guys go down amazing at clubs because obviously most of the people in there probably saw the Beatles. And yeah. saw, yes. you the know what I mean? We've had the some good up. stories from people who've said yeah, they've seen yeah. the Beatles. Yeah, and stuff. yeah. Like the animals at the City Hall and stuff like yes. that and all of that. The best yeah, compliment yeah. we ever had was someone said, I, I saw the Beatles in 1965 and, and you sound just as good as they did then. Oh, that's, oh, that's class it. art. You can retire after that. I was going to say, you want to get that on a poster? I know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Get a t-shirt, get yeah, a t-shirt. The Houndcat's just as good as the Beatles. That's what you want, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Definitely, I. Yeah. Can you said yeah, yeah um, Noel Gallagher being yeah. main uh, influence. Are you signing up the town hall when he's coming? Uh, not the town hall, sorry, town hall. Uh, I'll try and get tickets. I've seen him once. I saw him at Scarborough Open Air Theatre in 2018 oh, yeah. or something like that. And it, yeah, he was yeah. brilliant. And then I was right at the front. 
Um, but I'd, 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 I'll have to try and get tickets to see him again. Oh, we've got tickets for the Tone, haven't we? Yes. Yeah. Andrew's supporting Andrew Cushing as well. Yeah, he's Charlatans as well. Local lad. Absolutely. So Desert Island Discs, oh. right? So I think we should all <coughs> participate in this segment. Segment. <sighs> you can tell us for the first time segment. on a podcast. I can't fucking talk. You have to bleep. <laughs> we need to bleep there. <laughs> Desert Island Discs. Let's all have one. So you can only take one album with you, if possible, oh. to a desert island. Obviously, you're not there. You're there against your will. You don't really want to be there. But mm-hmm. if you could take, you know, your record player and a record. Can it be like a now album? <laughs> a compilation. Oh, Get, your money's worth. Get your money's worth. No. Best of the Beatles. Yeah, yeah, Have you heard about that? Because so you know, well, I should point out that um, what I'm about to say two lads here in the preamps are supporting Pete Best, the previous drummer of the Beatles, oh, and he did nice. something amazing to get back at you know because obviously he got fired from the Beatles back in the day. He did something amazing, which I think is the coolest thing ever. So to kind of get a little bit of revenge on the Beatles, he released an album called Best of the Beatles. But it wasn't a greatest hits album, it was just all the songs he was on. Yeah, that he was That's on. Class, that. I thought that was absolutely brilliant. <laughs> definitely, definitely. What were we talking about? Uh, Desert, Desert Island Discs. Island Discs. Aye, what yeah. was it? So it could, be, it could be anything. I'm not going first. Um, Do you want to go first? Excluding compilations. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be an actual record that was released. Yeah, yeah an album. Um, out of the Blue, ELO. Okay. What's yeah, on that? that's a good one. Fair enough. Uh, Mr. Blue Sky, yeah. Turn to Stone. Is that the one on the I wall? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's there the one it on the is. Wall. There nice. it is on the wall. The greatest album ever. It is no good. I, they're yeah. all good songs. Like, they're all good songs. good songs on it. What about yourself, oh, Scott? I know. Born to Run, Bruce Springsteen. Oh, okay. Good without shot, a doubt. Yeah, yeah. Without a that doubt. That is a good shot. I kind of have... You can't have two. I can't have two. You can't have two. Uh, okay, no, I'll pick. I'll pick one, and then I'll tell you what my second one <laughs> okay. would be if the record shop didn't have this available. So it would be Reckless, Brian Adams. Oh, that's a good shout. To be fair, because every song on it is amazing. Like I could listen to that album forever. But my second one, it's also value for money. Uh, it'd probably be Wildflowers by Tom Petty because mm-hmm. it's like what twenty-five songs on it, that's something true, like yeah, that. Yeah. And it's got it's it's one of the best albums ever in my yeah. opinion like the way it's recorded it was um, recorded at a place called Sound City which I, oh yeah Sound City does it no. exist anymore it got, I think it does because Dave Grohl's got the console out of it now he owns the console I don't um, think it exists anymore I don't think it does but amazing that, like, well oh, we're talking yeah. about Kurt Cobain and stuff Nevermind was recorded there and stuff like that but like there's a Dave Grohl has a documentary called the Sound City documentary where he talks about like all the albums that have been recorded there and stuff um, and there's a long segment about Wildflowers and it's awesome i'd recommend anybody having a look at that like it's just it's, it's if you like the album you'd love to see how it was made yeah i remember you seeing mm. about getting it on like aye. it's a great it's a it's a great documentary like dave dave called there's loads of documentaries he's really he good does, he's, he's, he? he's a very good keen filmmaker <laughs> like there's quite a few jack what about yourself oh, Desert Island well Disc? sticking with like noel Gallagher, probably what's the story morning glory maybe yeah oh, yeah yeah that you don't get many bands that the second album's better than the first album but that is controversial true. like but I don't know, but I like his first solo album as well, actually. Yeah. Every, every song on that is yeah, excellent, isn't it? Every just song as good as the next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, actually. Oh, no, this is the like oh, third now, one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Go on. Uh, the Pigeon Detectives. Um, oh. oh, what was that album called? I can't remember what it was called now. But it was. So we should be fir- taking it with you at the desert island. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. But but like, I used to for some reason when I got in the shower, I just put the whole album on and I'd listen to the whole album in the shower when I was like fifteen. Do or you something listen like to music that. in the shower? I don't. I, I don't anymore. No, but you I don't anymore. I, can't. I couldn't. Yeah. Do you? I I don't, but I have. You have. Yeah. So my dad's got this like Bluetooth speaker. So you but you connect it to like your Google Mini. Yeah. So you tell Google Mini to like play 
oh, like right, Planet oh, Rock, yeah. and it like you know streams it too. So I have a few times, but there's nothing more disconcerting than listen to like if you want my body by Rod Stewart while you're in the shower. Like, it's a bit weird. <laughs> well, can I sing that, man? We'll get no, sued. You can't do that. <laughs> no, that's a good one. I, su- I suppose that album, What's the Story, Morning Glory, probably was their most famous and kind yeah. of, definitely, yeah. you know, biggest accolade. I like everything date. on Definitely Maybe, but I think What's the Story's better. Uh, it's the best of yeah, the yeah. albums. Uh, I mean, I don't like Oasis, but if I, I was know. to pick an album mm-hmm. I liked the most, it would be uh, The Master Plan. <sighs> Yeah, good I think, shout. I actually, think, I think is just, that all the B sides, isn't it? It is. Yeah, yeah I think it is. I, th- I think yeah. that's why I like it because yeah, nobody nobody asks for it in a pub, so I like. And <laughs> to be fair, Oasis B sides are some of the best. Nose B sides are just as good as the A sides. I think I understand. The, the thing about Oasis for me is, is like, it, personally, like I don't get Liam's crack. I yeah. really don't oh, get no, it. No, like no. I just think like Noel wrote all the songs. Like he's brilliant. He's a fantastic musician. Um... I feel Liam just rode those yeah. coattails. I don't like, think, they, I don't think they'd have made it without his voice, though. That's the thing, the early stuff, yeah. without Liam's voice, it, yeah. it, that, um, it's what a story wouldn't have been as good no, as it, it was. Be. Or, no. well, definitely maybe as well. It It is Liam's voice, but I, I get where you're coming at, like Noel being the yeah. one that's writing and stuff like that. I, I don't actually like his voice, so that's just my... Oh, do you not? That's no, my with you. Yeah. You, you, yeah. Yeah. I do not live yeah. nah. I know what you mean. I think Noel's a better singer. Have you seen... Now he definitely is. Yeah. Liam can't sing at all now. No, that's true. He couldn't sing anyway. He was just. I, could, I, I, I get. Could. I get. It's the attitude and all that kind of stuff. Because I suppose that's probably what made them successful. Is the. I mean, they had that whole rivalry with Blur and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. And like, the tabloids. If you're in the tabloids, if it's good news or bad news, it's it's like all news is good publicity sort of thing. Like yeah. And because he was like the bad lad and all that kind of stuff, like <coughs> it worked for We're their image. It. Yeah. It. So it was the nineties. Oh. Yeah. yeah. But if you look at all that, like, kind of trope throughout history the bad lad was always the you know it was always very attractive to yes. you know the press and people and all that kind of stuff i mean like have you ever heard about the story when um there was a rumor that alice cooper bit a chicken's head off oh, like, yes, yes. Oh. and like the story goes that like um frank zappa called him up the next day and go did you eat a chicken on stage last <laughs> night and he went no no and frank zappa was like oh don't tell anyone because it's great it's great news great publicity you know so Maybe yeah, there's something yeah. in that, but I I, no, I don't read it. Liam's voice back then. It was. Have you seen the um the like isolated vocal for Shami Supernova? He does he does it in yeah, one yeah. take. It's meant in it. Noel doesn't like show him what to do or whatever, like the melody and all that. Just does gives it him one the lyrics. take. It's spot on. Straight, honestly, yeah. he was he was up yeah, there at good. the time. I think not I, now, but I think I just don't like his voice. I think yeah. it's just it, yeah, I, that's, that's it. No, personal preference more than anything else. Uh-huh. But also, I think he's he, he's not a nice person either. Yeah. Like he just comes. Ac- I think he comes across badly. Whether he's like that, whether that's an act, I don't know. I don't think it is. That, it Maybe is it's definitely, not. That's true to him. Yeah. Maybe it's not. No. Rock and roll star. Have you seen the MTV <laughs> Unplugged session they did in when yeah, Liam just yeah. didn't turn up? That, yeah, that was, yeah. I thought that was brilliant. That though, when didn't he have when turn Noel, at the end though? He was watching. From, yeah, like from the, from the balcony. Yeah, like from the back. Him off and that. <laughs> I, I, I don't. That's not on. Like not turning up for performance. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Do you find that um, almost now it's the other way around though, where it's like it's cool to be professional and cool to be like mm-hmm. on time and like it. I, I almost feel like the rock side of that, where like oh he's a rock star, he can do what he wants. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I almost find that like uncool compared to like yeah, someone now definitely are. like someone like i know i've mentioned a couple of times but dave Grohl, like he's like on it and he's very oh, committed he's and like he's, he's just he's one of those people who is like just on the money like with everything and he puts his heart into everything he's never like slacks or anything like that and like like i think that's way cooler and obviously like you know he's a family man all that kind of Quite stuff down to Irvine, i think definitely. that's way cooler than just being 
a dick. Yeah, I know. You're right. You're right. But yeah, I think I, I think that's way cool in my opinion. I don't know if that's just because how I am, um, but unprofessionally, I just I, I think it's like it's not as cool as it used to be. Yeah, you know definitely what I mean? not. Um, yeah. So, tell us about your band, The Hound. Cats. Oh, right. Okay. Well, I started it in. For 2017, I think now, um, and I p- believe it or not, I put a, an advert on joinmyband.com. Oh, yes. oh wait, the we did that originally as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is that? How you got? Was no, it wasn't. It was pre-me. Oh, right, pre-London. Pre- pre- right. Well, that that got me Stephen, the bass player, and uh, his yeah, brother, yeah. the drummer, Jono, um, and then Billy, the guitarist. He uh, he said, "Oh, can I join?" And he's like, "Yeah, <laughs> go on then." The rest if is history. Must, if you must, yeah. The rest is history. Yeah, yeah, and it's been been kicking ever since it's been brilliant yeah it's predominantly like weddings and parties yeah it, well, it started off we did a few pubs and that just to get practicing and that oh, uh, do, I? I do i like i like playing pubs but the others aren't too keen on it so we we did a few pubs to get into practice then we joined an agency and uh, we've been doing weddings and corporate events and stuff like that yeah functions Again, though, people love the 60s stuff that, it prob- like you say, it goes down that well. Yeah. Is, is that why you got on EMV? Because yeah, there wasn't yeah, many 60s artists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you're with EMV live, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, I think we were the only one, and then you joined them, didn't you? For a, like, for a, a, we got a couple of gigs through them. Yeah, yeah we did. We that. tried to work out what gigs they were. I think we did a couple of private parties, didn't we? Yes, yeah, so a lot of the private ones we did, and all the stack gigs. Yeah, all the stack gigs. Stack don't use them anymore, but yeah. Oh, do they not? No, they've, well, they bought the booking system out, and then I think they've made their own booking system now. Really? But they still book us because we must be mint or something. Absolutely. <laughs> well, you've just got Seaburn now, haven't yeah, you? Yeah. Of course, Newcastle is, is no more. Yeah. I went past, well, went past it the other day, like all in ruins, and I was like, Oh, it's so oh, sad, it's isn't it? It's shame, isn't it? It's weird. Uh, it's I wicked, keep looking at it? videos it's a from when we played there, and it's like, like oh. I, We did the exact same thing. We've got a Sweet Caroline video. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's just it's, the atmosphere that yeah. you could get at Stack Newcastle. They are going to build another one. I've got inside they are. scoop. Yeah, yeah. Do you know where or yet? Well, I don't or... know where, but it's gonna. Oh, I don't know if I should. Jar- 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 we can't really talk about <laughs> this. Do you know where it would be class? <clears throat> the Keyside. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if you want to. I don't know where it is. Don't I don't know. know. Apparently, it's ninety seconds from where. That's it what is I got now. told us. Well. Yeah, yeah. Ninety seconds from where it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where could it be then? I don't we know. can't. We, we can't say anymore. Can't I don't know. No, we can. Okay, I can say it's got. It's gonna have you listening. It's gonna have three levels and eleven bars. Apparently, apparently, it's gonna be like. The way it's it'll be centered around the stage as yeah, well, yeah. so like you'll centered be able to see the stage from all. Oh yeah, parts of it. Do you know what I mean? to the Seaburn one, I would think. So yeah. ninety, 90 seconds. seconds. I'm trying to work out where. But we don't. We don't know we'll be that. Scouting around town next week, trying to find the location. There must be somewhere that's getting demolished. That's what I'm trying to think. Yeah, yeah. It's quite disheartening. Is there though, anything is near than where Loft Studios is? Yes, um, there is. That's pretty close. But I think they're building. They're building offices and stuff there, aren't they? Well, they're building offices where it. Where it yeah. was, I hit it. Isn't yeah, it? HMRC. Isn't it so HMRC, funny yeah. that they're building HMRC offices there? Like yeah. all those musicians <laughs> trying to escape the tax <laughs> oh, yeah. and, and suddenly he's, he's there, right on your doorstep. <laughs> we surprised. don't do that though. I just want to point out no, that we are law-abiding citizens. Oh, Absolutely, yeah. everything goes through. Uh, yes, you can ask my accountant about that. <laughs> but Stack was awesome. I loved playing oh, Stack. It's my great. favorite gigs have been at Stack. Be- better yeah. than Seaburn, isn't it? Newcastle. Yeah, yeah. It's different. I don't want to diss them, but I think it's, the Newcastle one was better. Yeah, it definitely was. Yeah, yeah. The Newcastle yeah. one was good when it had it's, the full stage, but it, I don't like it when it was. No, the small mm, stage was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't. We, it we wasn't never great. played it when there was small stage. The pre-amps. Oh, we don't think it would fit on. No, no we got a full band on, but we don't use amps, so that's. That's true. Was it more of a case of side by side, like in a big long row? Yeah, Steve was right behind me. Like poking in the back, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have it uh, with his guitar, yeah. But well, the the Seaburn one's mainly kids and dogs in the audience, whereas That's the it, Newcastle one was like 
lads, 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 you know. <laughs> it's, it's with it being by the beach, isn't it? People yeah, have yeah, gone yeah. out for a stroll and they've just come to get a quick oh. drink or Ooh, the afternoon. This? Exactly. Yeah. Who's this playing, whatever? And, you know, I, I you do, because we when we went uh, in town uh, not long ago, we had a pop in. Uh, we did, yeah. It was before the... You hear people and you think, oh, that sounds good. It was before the Sam Fender gig, wasn't it? Yeah. We popped in, there was uh, that duo, um, too... and I tried to ask you who, who they were, because I thought they okay. were wicked. But I, that was a... Uh, so there was you pop in, don't you? Because you hear them from outside. Yeah, you hear them on the street. It is a good idea. We were the first thinking. band to play there, and uh, we got loads of sound complaints on the first night. Oh, of course, you did. Those, As those flats. Did. Yeah, the flats are. Yeah. yeah, yeah, They 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 complain a lot. Um, they did something really clever at the Seaburn one though, because they said they got quite a lot of sound complaints. And as you walk in to the at the side entrance, it's got like. It's really Baffles, hard. Yeah, it? it's really hard to describe yeah. this on a podcast because it's not visual, but like. They've almost got like um like a maze as you go yeah. in. So there's like a board and then like another board and you sort of go oh, around. Staggers. Like it's staggered board. Yeah, that thank you. I'm sure it's called um, baffles, isn't it? That's yeah, yeah, yeah sounds baffles. baffles. Yeah. But like it works because I walked up and didn't hear anything. Then yeah. when I got in, it was like blazing. I was yeah. like, whoa, it's like, you know, it's it, clever. It, it, very clever. It works. Cause I because when I went in, because this was like, you know, a, a few months after I'd like been before, and I was walking in like thinking, is this place closed? Because they've got like it all boarded <laughs> up and you know what I mean? But it was just, you know, for sound purposes. But I, I think I prefer the Seaburn one pers- yeah. personally. Yes. Yeah. Oh, wait. Um, it's a nice, it's better setup in there. Yeah. I think because they worked out all the kinks with yeah, the Newcastle. Because yeah, obviously it was never meant to yeah. be permanent. The Seaburn one, it was better to get on stage. Yeah. The, the, like where you park and where you get on, whereas yeah. Newcastle one, it was just like, all right, tight squeeze. Yeah. And go around never the back while the pebbles and stuff yeah. and the, the gravel. And, but Seaburn was easier to load in and set up. But I think just atmosphere wise. Yeah, yeah. You kind of be Geordie's yeah. to Macklem's, can't you? Oh, I. <laughs> Simple as that. Yeah, I'm, Simple as that. Fair enough, fair enough. It is a shame that it's gone. Sorry you bring that up. No, it's fine. <laughs> I was going to say, we, sh- we are based in Newcastle right now. Well, sort of Newcastle. We're not going to give Lennon's address away. Because um, the other week... It's okay, Lennon's editing the audio. So. Yeah, yeah. I said this the other week because um, on YouTube, uh, you can put on where your videos have been filmed. And I was like, oh, we, we should put on you know, your studio. And he was like, well, I don't want to tell like the whole world, <laughs> the where, world I live. where I live. And I was like, ah, oh, that didn't. Are people I... knocking on me door? Yeah, I didn't, um, I didn't think about that. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I would probably say this is all being recorded from Linden Studio, Lime Tree Music Studios. Yes? Yes. Ooh. He's we, a fantastic producer. This is where we record all there's the no, There's from. no guns to our head right no, now. No, we I'll are saying that. There, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're saying that out of the goodness of our, 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 our hearts. <laughs> but he's cracking. Uh, for those of you who don't know, um, I am a, a country artist and we did a lot of demos and recordings here as well we um and uh yeah they all they all sounded great that's a cheeky little plug for me i do definitely but we shoot all of our videos here if you've watched any of the stuff on the channel so far and the stuff that's it'll be coming out soon with mr jack harvey here jack from the houndcarts houndcarts yes. houndcarts <laughs> uh it was all i know sorry i do apologize that sounds like a shopping Hound trolley <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah it was all shot and recorded here um and, and when Jack walked in, he was like, God, it's a lot smaller than it looks on is the video. Is this it? <laughs> yeah. Because we've got like a, a GoPro, which is like the wide angle, and it does make it look it does, bigger. Yeah, it does. Um, and this is the first time, well, it's the second time, but it's the first time we've had four people in where um, someone else is playing the guitar because we had um, Sophie Purvis, a drummer, who's also my girlfriend, in once, but she was literally just playing the cajon, so it was kind of concise and it wasn't like massively space consuming. Mm-hmm. But because we had like, two guitarists and a bass player and a keyboard in it was like whoa okay like you know the floor was a <laughs> mess there the is no room. yeah yeah well, we've, made it, we've made it work though haven't we i think yeah, it's hopefully yeah it worked okay yeah. it turned out well. it turned out great Definitely, it's a lot it's just fun at the end of the day like i really 
Yeah, I met definitely. um. I, we really should have done like an introducing episode, really, because I'm just talking about like origins here. But never mind. It, it'll come out in bits. <laughs> People will work it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Join it together. Yeah. All join it together as it goes yeah. along. It's fine. I. But I met Scott and Lyndon uh, at a busker's night. Um, I used to run in uh, in Springwell Village. Um, and we got chatting and stuff, and uh, I ended up having a jam and what have you. And we said, oh, you know, we'll have a we'll have a practice, we'll have a jam or whatever. And came to Lyndon's mm-hmm. studio. And then sort of one thing, one thing led to another. One thing led to another. And uh, we ended the up making sweet, sweet music together. <laughs> um, so yeah, we formed this. We, we, we talked about it for quite a while before it kind of happened. It was probably a couple of months before we were like, right, let's, mm-hmm. let's try something here. And we had like, like five videos done before we put the channel out yeah. and it was kind of and they got progressively better because we well, learned how to use yeah, the light it is isn't it you just it, it we were very much starting from scratch really so it was great though I mean big learning curve we do it pretty much every week doing covers and stuff and uh, we're hoping to have lots of more guests in and doing podcasts yeah, and all cool. this kind of stuff as well and we're very lucky to have Jack right now um, the two songs we did with Jack are what were they again I've already forgot Folsom Prison Blues yes. and Sitting, Sitting on the Dock of the Bay, the bay. Oh, yes. um, so you've got them to to look forward to as well. You'll be able to hear my croaky voice in them. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is quite an interesting question, I think. Um, and we can all pitch in on this. This is something that I feel like we'll probably ask everybody who comes in as well. Best and worst gigging experience. Oh. I, I imagine there'll be lots of bleeps in this section for some reason. I, I just yeah. feel like... Well, I, let's not try and get libel. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, not at all, not at all. <laughs> Yeah, don't mention uh, the venue. Just, uh, just your best one. Yeah, you mentioned the best one. Maybe, maybe don't mention uh, yeah. the worst I think one. The, the best one must have been at Stack. Surely, Stack Newcastle. Well, imagine where well. the same, yeah. yeah. Newcastle. New. That's like the, uh, the Sweet Caroline <clears throat> video. Yeah. Oh, unbelievable. Oh, the, the Love Sweet Caroline. And uh, well, Country Roads, we do that and everyone's up and singing. Oh, I can imagine. Brilliant. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's like, I think there's like 1,800 people in there at one point, weren't there? I think. Nearly. Uh, when it was at the full capacity, yeah. Mm-hmm. In summer of 2018, yeah, 19, whatever it was. Because the football was on as well, wasn't yeah, it? That yes. helps. Oh. People was, are crazy. Like, just, it's just like sun, beer, and music. Just billions of people in this tiny, relatively small place. It's yeah. just like, it's, it's, it's brilliant, one of those things, it? isn't it? It's just, yeah. And, it's, and I mean, it probably does help that everyone in there is from Newcastle and they're all mint raggies as we would say <laughs> yeah. no we're all mint man yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I sounded a bit posh there they're all raggies <laughs> go on then worst, worst if, without, without being liable it, beach box in Jesmond where I where we play there's reliable gone we can bleep that out we can bleep it out there's reliable gone they've just reopened as well and I think uh, apparently they're, it looks a bit better than it did but they've got like a, a 70 decibel sound limit or something oh, stupid like that it's which, like, it's yeah, like, which for reference is very quiet like a, a dishwasher is about 90 decibels isn't it it's something stupid and I it was, was, there was, was one point where I was strumming my guitar and it wasn't even coming out of the speakers and there was, they were coming over saying it's too loud it's too oh, loud oh I can't be having that can you it's just ridiculous no. so. it was a strange and they tried to book gig. they kept booking the band there as well like the full band with drums and everything and it's like not gonna work and that was no. that was like a very small stage as well like like really small yeah. like it was Half the size of this room. <coughs> it that's was not ve- possible. It, it was ve- it was very small. Very it was small. smaller than Stat Newcastle towards the end. Oh yeah, yeah. Smaller. Yeah. It was like half the size of it. Yeah, it was yeah. crazy. Really, we barely fit on the two of us when we did that duo gig. It was yeah. Uh, yeah. We uh, just before Christmas last year, we me and Steve turned up to do a, an acoustic duo gig there, 
and we just turned up and it was closed. <laughs> really? Yeah, really? Yeah. It was like wow. we, we, really? all the gates were closed and we were definitely booked for the gig. And it was like, oh, the, the security came over and he's like, oh, it's closed. So they said, oh, we'll, we'll play in the pub around the corner in the Holy Hobo. They they own it, don't they? So. Oh, okay. Right, 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 yeah, instead, yeah. But, Never been there, actually. Yeah. It's literally just next door, isn't it? I yeah, haven't. Yeah. Been to a band, no soul. It was it, it was a lot better playing in there than it was at the. You can imagine, before, yeah. yeah. No, deci- people, no decibel meter. Exactly, yeah. They do get a lot of complaints because, but weren't they saying they get the complaints from the other side? Other of the side road? of the road. Other side it's of the like road. a fall-in <laughs> mall. <laughs> also, should we mention that is the worst merge it system is, ever? Yeah. Yes. If any yeah. other people that are listening uh, yeah. drive around Newcastle City Centre, you'll know what we mean. It's the most dangerous stretch of motorway anywhere in the land. It's <laughs> yeah. It crosses yeah. over. I've just about gotten used to it now, but I don't know. Oh, it's, it's just got to prepare yourself when yeah, you come yeah. up to it. <laughs> I must say, though, that um, Jack and the Houndcats did like the nicest thing ever for me that day, though, because the crack was is that uh, I, was depping, I was meant to be depping for the Houndcats on guitar, uh, and was it Stephen got COVID? No, John all got COVID, the drummer. So then it was going to be, uh, when, what was it? Yeah, uh, it was going to be us, us three with Jack on guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the drummer got COVID and Steve and John all lived together. So they couldn't play with us. So uh, on, on, ah. on that morning, me and Jack were like, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll think of something. We just did it as a duo but it was yeah, it was it was very kind of him though because he you, you sort like you said you sort of said um, and it, it wouldn't have worked as a full band anyway because no, of the sound no. restrictions so. but you were like well you've got you've kept this date free for us so you know we'll keep we'll honour the gig yeah, sort yeah, of thing because yeah. I mean you could have you, you could have just yeah, cancelled it yeah, but yeah. you were like no well you've said yes so we'll do it sort of thing yeah, yeah. so it was very it was very kind of you yeah. I totally would have cancelled it if you weren't booked <laughs> no <laughs> I mean given the state of the gig I wouldn't have minded yeah, like yeah, but yeah. I mean obviously it hadn't didn't know that it was going to yeah. be. I do apologise if Jasmine Beachbox are listening. Like I feel like we're really slacking off. I feel like it was an easy hundred quid or whatever it was. Yeah, it was. I mean, I didn't mind because like it was fine. Yeah. Like it, I mean, we just had a jam more than anything. Yeah, yeah. And it was it was fun in that regard. But nice to it, do something different for a change, wasn't it? Like just. Yeah, I mean, it it, it was de- definitely different playing yeah. with like no sound. Like <laughs> it was the fact that like the guy out the front kept going not. Nah, too loud. Too loud. Too loud. And we're like, I can't hear anything, and you're saying it's too loud. It's just the wind oh, you're hearing. You know what yeah. I mean? It's annoying that, and it was sound engineers. Yeah, it's got loud, his own yeah, but the thing yeah, is, yeah, they come around with the with the sound measure. Yeah, by the decibel thing. meter. But they put it right up close to you like this. It's like obviously it's gonna exactly. Yeah. But I thought because there was a DJ that was kind of like playing in in oh, between them. He have was you. just doing it for the paycheck, in wasn't he? At the end, because he, he couldn't he, have it. Yeah, yeah. Very loud. He, yeah. he was. But he was louder than us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Oh, we've had that before when DJ has been louder than you. Oh my, that was so annoying. That there's one club. I can't where it is. Is it the one in Middlesbrough? Dormans. Oh, we've got. I don't know. Dorman Social Club, where the, the floor fucking rattles and you you feel sick and all. No, it was sorts the one where the loud. power went out. Do you remember that? That was it, wasn't it? Was it that one? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, the one where the stage sort of was like a semi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's Dormans in Middlesbrough. Unfathomably loud. Right. Like. Piercingly loud. Definitely. Honestly, I felt sick packing down. It did. Just the rumble and stuff through the stage. It's horrific. Oh. Yeah. We were playing at Beachbox Jesmond when it was it Christian Eriksen was what, what happened when he collapsed on yeah on yeah, the yeah for the football and that was on the Cup. big screen next World to us Cup. and everyone was like like in awe like in shock and, and we were like what's happening what's happening uh, we didn't have, we didn't have a clue and then we we got off and uh, we were just watching on the telly and we turned the I ball they turned all the music well. off and everything out of respect. But we still went on and played <laughs> um, I'm a believer and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> Uplifting. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that. How are them preamps? What's your best and worst 
gigging experience. Well, best would be stack. Yeah, I we've think said that. That's, yeah, yeah. For me, especially. I like Worst would be, I, I'm not going to mention the pub, but it's the one where they were dancing very close and kept. Oh, in North oh, Shields. I get that a lot. Yes. <laughs> In, in North Shields, we'll say no, no more North than North Shields are lovely players. North Shields is lovely <laughs> players. There's some of the Maggie Bank, shout yes, out. Shout out. He's a, a player there on Sunday. We are playing on Sunday. There was another club we played at where there was some people dancing and they were right up in oh, Rob wow. and Kelvin's faces. So. The amount of times... Speaker, speaker nearly fell over. Yeah. Oh, I, I did, had to stop the speaker from falling on me and then it's the only, only time we've ever had to stop a gig. Stop, that was wow. it. Rob Couldn't. decided enough was enough. Yeah. <laughs> we're having a word with the audience and that was the... The, the amount of times I've had people smack the mic into my face and nearly knock my teeth yeah, out. Yeah, that's oh, it. It that, gets that you in the teeth, all doesn't the it? All the time, yeah, yeah. The, the, the problem was with that one in North Shields, though. The managers and that, they didn't do a single thing about it. Yeah. They, yeah, they, I think they that's what, what made it worse. On. They knew what was going on back from behind the ball. I mean, we'd, we'd stop the music, out. so it wasn't like they didn't know what was going on. But yeah, you're, I think that, that's my probably worst. Yeah, I can't think of any other worst It's the ones. one that just sticks. Like, we've probably had worse gigs, but that's the one that sticks in my mm. mind. Yeah. But when someone says, what's your worst gig? That one. Yeah. Would that be your worst as well? Probably. And I've, I'm trying to think of other ones. I, maybe not worse, but f- entertaining would have been that private party one in, in Gosford. Oh, it's yeah. the best yeah, story. We for the dog's birthday party. We played a dog's birthday party. <laughs> oh. And before I mentioned about a toy being on a ride symbol, well, that happened at that party there. <laughs> and it was a Hugo. Yes. So tell tell the story then. So you, you, you got asked to do this party. It was, yeah. yeah. I and think it was from AMV. It could have been a different agency. But anyway... I got asked it was for a dog's birthday party. We didn't know that at the time. We didn't. No, <laughs> we, we rocked up to a very nice house in South Gosforth and uh, went in, set up in the back garden, and then there was the dog's pictures on the coasters. <laughs> what's what's, <laughs> what's that for? about? What's going on here? And then we were talking to the, the guy who boot were. And he was saying, yeah, it's, it's the dog's birth. It's the dog's birthday. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> couldn't believe it. I was like, That's okay, this is the strangest ever. position I've ever been and in. And they had portaloos, didn't they? You, they couldn't, did, you couldn't yeah. use you the couldn't toilet use inside the, toilet the house. Store, so you used the portaloos from, from the front, front garden. That, that's so extra, that, isn't it? It was oh, very strange. Everyone was very posh. Yeah. Oh, that, that's another one we do. Like, we, we'll, we'll get... Uh, like inquiries in for people for like just a wedding or whatever and then we'll put the quote in but then we should really like stalk the Facebooks first because the amount of times we've yes. put the quote in and then looked and they're, they're on like a super yacht with Rolexes on and everything and <laughs> like, oh, you get so much sh- money on yeah, that could have got 200% yeah, more definitely yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jack worst uh, have you done your best one do your best one first okay best, best, best one was probably uh, I did a gig in Whitby recently, which, oh, uh, which I feel like I feel like I've talked about this quite a lot recently, so I apologise, and I'm talking about it again on a podcast. Um, I also did a vlog about this in case you're interested. Yes, check uh, out Jack's channel. Jack, well. Mil- Jack Milkreese, Jack M Y L C H R W E S T. That's how you spell it. Um, although it'll be in the descri- <laughs> it'll be in the, it'll be in the uh, description of the video. Links down below. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, very long story short, because it is a, a doozy. So there's a guy called Danny Vaughan who used to be in a band called Taiketo, and he was in a band called Wasted for a little while with Pete Way. And uh, he does a lot of solo stuff. And he lives in, he's from New York, but he lives in Spain or Portugal now. And um, he often does these private gigs for like the fan clubs. And it's like, you know, only the fans can go. It's not general say all this kind of stuff. Um, And he was doing, well, on the Friday it was Danny Vaughan. And on the Saturday it was meant to be a guy called Dan Reed, who... um, was quite famous in uh, in the late eighties as well, mm. um, and they do sometimes do gigs together in a duo called um, Snake Oil and Harmony, 
And uh, it was meant to be Danny Vaughan on the Friday and Dan Reed on the Saturday. And my very good friends, uh, Gary and Joe and Amber. Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> um, they, they will be listening to this because oh, they're, like, yes. they're my number one fans. Love yous. <laughs> um, they said, oh, we've got a spare ticket. Do you want to go to Danny Vaughan on Friday? I was like, aye, okay. I, I didn't have a gig in. So I was like, all right, fair enough. Uh, I get there and I, I supported Danny. I was just going to say, like, yeah, do you support him at the Clooney? I support him at the Clooney and Biker three or four years ago now and uh, I, I, we became friends afterwards like uh, on Facebook and stuff and I dropped him a line saying oh I'm going to the Whitby gig and he was like oh Mint uh, we didn't say Mint he's not a Geordie but um, <laughs> he said that's great that's great that's great that's awesome that's, that's awesome, awesome dude <laughs> so, so anyway I get there and uh, the first thing he said was congratulations on your new single and I thought that's amazing that he's listened to a song of mine um, and then he said do you want to get up and do a number and I was like okay well I'd love to it's your gig I don't want to step on your toes he said, no, we'll, we'll get up. And um, we sang a song together. crowd really enjoyed it. And uh, it was nice. Again, they were all mega music fans, you know. Uh, at the end of the gig, the promoter came up on the stage. I say a stage. It was like a pallet in just a pub. Yeah, I remember seeing the photos. I... And um, he said, uh, really sorry, but Dan Reed, who does live in Portugal, I think, was unable to get over or mm-hmm. for whatever reason. And it was like a scene out of a movie. Everyone went, well, Jack should do the gig. Jack can do the gig. And I was like, you want me to do the gig? I, I did one song and you want me to do the gig? <laughs> so anyway, um, I went, all right, I, I could do it if you want me to do it. And he's like, all right, well, because every, everyone, all these people in the fan club, they came from all over the country. There was people there from Cornwall and there was people there from Scotland, like, like all to come to this fairly central gig for everybody, I suppose. Um, so we went back the next day and uh, I did the gig, did like a lot of original stuff and everybody was just amazing. Like it was, it was one of those gigs where I was like, I, this is like, it was probably the first time I've played original stuff and went, yeah, this is actually, sorry, my, I'm totally unprofessional. My phone's buzzing here. Um, <laughs> ironically, it is about stack gigs. So yeah, that was probably my best one. It was really good. There is a vlog on that if you're interested. Did, didn't you end up get Danny getting up with you as well? Or yeah, was, so or was that his performance on, on the... On the Friday, I got up with him and sang Take It Easy by the Eagles, oh, which yes. Lime Tree Sessions has covered, if you fancy checking that out. Um, yes. And it was great. There's a video of that online as well. Um, he's just a top lad, like uh, an, an amazing singer as well. Like He's absolutely spot on. So that was probably my best gig. Uh, the worst, let me hear your worst now. So again, not going to name the venue because I was there on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> I've given the game away there. But now, like, no. but now you know. Anyway, um, it wasn't Saturday's gig, but it was the same place. So about in October time, something like that. Um, I should mention that I go out solo. I don't, I'm not in a band. I go out and do solo acoustic gigs mainly. And uh, I was in this pub and it was it was rough. It was like canny rough it was bad um and uh i like to have part with the crowd i like to kind of you know have, have a laugh and joke on and stuff and you know um and uh this guy was like kind of heckling us the whole time you know what you do you just laugh it off and just kind of what well, you know be, mm. be trying to be professional um and he ended up saying play the trooper by iron maiden <laughs> and i know how to play the trooper by iron maiden so i started to like play the riff and i was like ah that's, that's all i know sort of thing you know and just uh, you know he ends up grabbing my microphone and like almost pushing me out the way oh, to get it man. and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, whoa, what are you doing? Kind of thing, blah, blah, blah. And then from that moment on, he heckled us nonstop throughout the night. 
like you will need a blue peel and then he called us a multiple times he was like he was like oh you're you're you and all this and i was like you're kidding us i was gonna say all the um anyway very long story short he got barred that night and every time i've been back to the pub it's the talk of the pub go, oh that lad's in who got kevin barred and like um i'm gonna give it away a little bit here because He's barred. Kevin. He's, Kevin. I think he was called Kevin. It might have been Craig. I can't Craig remember. Anyway, he um he, he's barred in every pub in that town, apart from one really? pub. Apart from one pub, and every and they all say the same thing. They go, "Oh, that's the lad who got him barred." Yo, he drinks in the Kelly now. He drinks in the Kelly. Just going that's, from pub to pub until yeah, he gets, yeah. until he gets chucked out. No longer be barred from the Kelly though, because it is rough as out. I've kind of given it away there where it sort of is because there's only well there might be another pub called the Kelly, but people who know the Kelly are not rough as out. And then it was funny though because. The, there was a guy there who was friends with him and like he was uh, every time I see because he's always in the pub as well every time I've been back and he says oh he's still barred don't worry and then I remember I went to the toilet and like they didn't realise the people who walked in didn't realise I was a singer and they were and they kept going oh yeah he barred him you know he's, he drinks in the Kelly now and it just went on and on and on the, the staff behind the bar so now I'm known as the person who's got Kevin flipping barred <laughs> So, it's not but a yes, bad thing. Not it's a not bad, bad thing. thing. I think you do were, your duty. I think they were happy about it. To be honest, I think Wrote they. It out. I think they. Uh, <laughs> he said There's it was a photo like of you on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> big plaque, yeah. blue plaque. This is where Jack got Kevin Bard. I, I. It was. It was pretty. It's pretty shy life, but it, I mean, you, you get them. Do you know what I mean? It's like you're never gonna have. It's like days at work. You're never gonna have the best days Definitely, every time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like. And it is a job at the end of the day, so I mean, you're gonna have bad gigs and good gigs. Mm-hmm. So we had our first complaint recently as well from oh, from nice. like oh a really? wedding. It was from the get go. It was like it was just gonna be bad because you know when brides are just so over, like they just want to complicate things as much as they can to yes. make it perfect. But they're just in by doing that they make it worse. Um, so like when the put the inquiry in and everything that they're supposed to send over everything like a set list of like songs they want us to play between sets and stuff like that and she didn't say it, she didn't have that so she just we just put on a random wedding playlist mm-hmm. uh for the dj thing uh and it like they were saying the music's too quiet and everything and in our break we we went and we we went to have some food and uh all the bridesmaids just got up on the stage and started playing our instruments oh, and that's like no. that. whoa like, that's I, I big uh, like, uh, but like, obviously, it's it's in the contract in the in the small print that if the if they do something like that, we can just pack up and leave if we want to. But oh, obviously, really? we're not going to do good that. To have, aren't you? Like we we but like if they damaged something, we probably would have just said right, that's it, we'll go. Um, but we we obviously we went back on, and we played we played really well and everything, and everyone was up dancing and that. And then at the end of the night, they just kept saying, "Oh, we need we need the music louder, louder, louder." But there was like a sound sound limit. I think yeah, yeah, hundred and. 10 decibels or whatever which is loud enough yeah, really, loud isn't enough, it? Isn't it? I, it might have been less than that I can't remember but um, but like it had a traffic light system on the wall oh, oh yes, yes. It, it was, we know them very well in the clubs <laughs> it was in red for most of the set to be fair but it didn't cut <laughs> the power I'm convinced, I'm convinced that no matter <clears throat> if you dropped a pin or had Iron Maiden yeah, playing yeah. it would be in red yeah. they're just there to scare you they're not going to turn the power off the ones that say if it reaches red it'll cut the power to the stage no it won't they can't do that we have played one where it did cut the power really yeah yeah I'll tell you do you you have we've never had that do you know Andy and Fear from the AMV the Yes, uh, it was their wedding. They got us to play, oh, and, they, right. and they got a few different uh, bands to play, and they went completely overboard with the PA system. It was like a, it was like a fifteen grand lighting rig and wow. PA system. And they got like a sound guy in and everything. Uh, it was meant for us because we just plug in, but um, 
uh, it was so loud and even like in the sound check it just kept cutting the power and they just couldn't I don't know why really? they didn't turn it down but um, we we played when we managed to get through our whole set and when we ended with Twist and Shout and we and the last chord of Twist and Shout we hit it really loud and the drummer went <laughs> wild and cymbals <laughs> the, whole, the power in the whole set <laughs> it just went down it was it was perfect though because it was it just all the lights that's went that's down the end of the evening all you would have heard was the drums as well yeah, yeah, yeah. no musicians got <laughs> yeah. it with them just a drummer <laughs> But the the, the sound guy was furious. He was like, because it just kept cutting like all his gear, so he had to start from scratch. Um, and he, he was like, "Oh, I'm this close to pulling this gig now." Yeah, but th- yeah. there was another three bands on after us. So. Really? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've never had power cut out for us before. No. I mean, we've had it not because of a meter, but because the power was dodgy. Yes. Not because at, a meter has turned place, off. We said was the worst gig we've ever done. Yes. Oh, we've had a few. Dodgy That's the second band. reason it was the worst. The gig, amount yeah. of times we've had to power the whole band through one socket. That's been. We've done that. Yeah. We have. I really. We, yeah. we lost one side of the the stage. Yeah. Was that not at the um the one where the oh what was it called? It, I don't want to say it. No, we're not going to say it. It's a pub. Yes. I can just cut it out one more time. So weak, chief. <laughs> right. I that one, I did. But I, uh, yeah. it's plenty of just pubs called that. To be fair, it's plenty of pubs called that. It's fine. <laughs> I didn't say where it was. You always kill Bill when she keep when they keep bleeping out her name. Yeah. Like it's like that. Just like it's like every time. We're just doing it. It's our bleep, first bleep. one. We don't want liable. Okay, it's <laughs> no one's gonna come after you. No, not <laughs> yet. No. But anyway, I there one side of the stage went, so we had to quickly get the extension and plug it into the stage. That was the one where they like where I was sat at the back. There was like a, a roof that I was sat under something. Yes, where there was the, these drop down lights things. Out. Oh man, that was that was bad. That because when we said there was, was a fight in the back. That, yes, there was. Yes, there was a fight. <laughs> what? There was a fight. In the I can't think what this. It was the Weechie, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was. But I that was mad. That one wasn't it. That was a crazy game. But we knew it was going to be bad straight away, given where it was and. The stage was full of chairs. Have you ever had yeah, that? The yeah, stage yeah. is just full oh, of tables and chairs. And look, it's all oh, yeah, yeah, man, or something like that. Yeah. So you powered everything with like one extension reel. Yeah, yeah. thousands of watts of PA systems yeah. and amps. <laughs> Did you like? Was it a health and safety nightmare where you had extensions into extensions? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. If it's, it's not a four-way into a four-way, it's not a problem. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and that was before we had co- uh, conditioned power. Yeah, um, nowadays we've got like surge extensions. protected extensions that yeah. power conditioned. Yeah. I've got a few in here. I need to get some. And um, they're great. Yeah. But it was before we it's did that. Time, it was like, you know, just cheap plastic the white, white ones, extensions. White, uh, not ideal. Oh, we played Sedgefield. Oh, I shouldn't. I shouldn't say that. Well, it's, <laughs> we'll bleep it. Don't worry. We'll start yeah. again. Start again. Sedgefield Racecourse. You can bleep it if you want. I don't care. But um, uh, we played there, and we had to get there. We, it was on a race day, so they said, "Oh, you have to get there before the horses get there because you can't be sound checking. You can't be sound checking <laughs> before." Them, spook them. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so we we got there at like nine a.m. or something stupid like oh, that. Oh no! And unpacked up. We did all the gear, and we just got our new desk for this gig. And uh, it's like the wireless desk. So uh, we did the sound check with this desk, and um, we, we we put it all on. But anyway, well, what I was saying about the we had four way into four way like loads of extension leads, and the health and safety executive came over and said, "Oh, you you can't be doing all this. You can't you can't you can't have it." And he was like, "Oh, we we had to sort it all out." But there was only one socket, so what can you do? But anyway, that that desk, uh, it was the first gig we did with that desk, and we we sound checked with it. And then we went, we went home and came back because we weren't on for another like eight hours no, or something stupid like yeah. that till after the horses had gone. Um, uh, and when we got back, we'd muted the desk and we couldn't get the iPad to connect to the desk. <gasps> oh, no way. Uh, it just wasn't having it at all. Um, but that's luckily, the problem I, with wireless desks, problem with isn't digital it? desks. No, that's why I'm, I'm always scared about it. But luckily I had my like a really rubbish uh, analog desk in the car. 
so I had to oh, run out and get that and, and plug that in. Um, but uh, it, we, we managed to get through the gig with that. But we, now we have a proper Wi-Fi router, so yeah. it's not going to... Yeah, it's one of those yeah, things that's that's like, I'd need, love a digital you? desk for us, but it's the risk of if it crashes. Yeah, that, that's what I'm always scared about. Yeah, that's it. Especially the amount of channels we need. Yeah. yeah. To have to have the space for extra extra gear for like another mixer for as a backup just in case like, that's it you gotta be careful you'd you? never it's, get it in your car no. either <laughs> no not at the moment not at the moment we had a van we could probably tip both they like get a digital we desk could and do then I. we've got the analogue as a backup but I, I take two desks to every gig just in case do you? Oh, oh, I need you? to start doing that then uh, that was I only took that as the off chance because it was our first gig with that new desk but I, I should probably Good start thinking. taking a spare desk as well <laughs> If our desk went, we'd just have to scream. Yeah. <laughs> well, we we couldn't even do that because we don't use amps anymore. So no, you don't, do you? Yeah, yeah. No, no. It's, it's like di- digital's the way forward, but like you say, it does come with risks. It like, does, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like risky, that. risky. Yeah. I mean, when we do stuff in here, um, for guitars at least, um, we don't have amps. We go through like a amp sim. I've got like a the Boss one, and um, what make was yours, Jack? DC and um, DSM and Humboldt Simplifier. Yeah, it was oh. good actually. I liked it. Yeah, it, it's handmade in Chile during Chile? the really? pandemic. Chile? Yeah, yeah. Wow. It, it was made in the first lockdown. It's got a little plaque on the back of it that says "Handmade in Chile during the oh, COVID that's lockdown." Cool. That is yeah. wicked. That's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Really but it works for stuff like this because it's it does, like yeah. you, you don't want any bleed and all that kind of stuff. Just and to plug be, and play. And to be fair, with the way gigs are going as well, like digital is just like it, it is the way forward. As, as much as I mean, it's ironic though because your band and the preamps similar styles yet you guys are old school yet you yeah, guys yeah, are doing yeah. all well, the we, digital we stuff we were like, yeah. I, I really I, I used to use a proper Vox AC10 thing and it, it's it's brilliant to have them on stage because it looks it looks the part yeah, that's, it, it? It? that's what I, I was really I really didn't want to get rid of it but then when I, I did like a few stat gigs with it without an amp and I was just oh this is so much better <laughs> you just don't have you get a guitar yeah, and your yeah. pedal board in one hand that, I think it helps the type of gigs as well yeah like with stack it's got really plug and play yes. yeah, yeah. whereas us, we're doing the club gigs and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, you've got, you have you've got time, time to space, set up, you've, you've got, got space, yeah. Yeah. Not to mention that the people in the clubs... Of, I want to see yeah. that vintage look and the yeah, yeah. I get what you mean. We're also just... Like, I mean, let's be honest, in, people in the clubs, they'll there'll be a lot of people in there who, oh, I play guitar and all this, yeah. and and they'll they'll Definitely. be like, oh, that Vox AC30, oh, I had one of them back then. You know, it's nostalgia as well as... You, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. You get people coming up to you after the gig, Kelvin, sort of guitars, looking at the guitars got? and yeah. seeing what the. Well, I did when I came to see you. Yeah. Yeah. First thing I said to Kelvin, no one really acknowledges us sat at the bar. <laughs> I have no, the no. odd one about my drum kit because yeah. people are like it's unusual. So, so fast, so fast. A lot about your kit afterwards. Yeah, She's yeah. actually literally just bought those dampener things that you've. Oh, the snare weights. Yeah. I've just got some of them. I've got more ones from my Tom's. I uh, just literally just bought the a, best. a pack of them. They're the best snare yeah. weights. No one's rocking up going, what keyboard do you use? I don't, <laughs> get, I don't get that. You, you do get the odd one about, oh, is it Nord you've got? Cause, uh, very occasionally, but yeah. Uh, quite a, a niche thing, Nord's. Not, well, yeah. at least they were, not so much now. Are they? They're very popular. Yeah. Nords. You see them everywhere now. Best looking keyboards around. Oh, they yeah. are the, the red. Yeah. What's not Mate. like? Yeah. I like how do you know the Muffin Sons keyboard player? He puts love it over it, like oh, yeah. the Nord, so it's it's not brown and stuff like yeah. that. It's all black. So a lot out. of people do that. A lot of people put tape over the Roland one as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's there's a, there's a, I can't remember what the band is, but they use Roland ones, and they, they, they cross one of the stalks out in the arse, so it says Poland. I've not seen that. I've not seen that. Do you get like all your sounds from that though? Is it like yeah, everything? So like, because I, I, the reason I bring it up is because uh, we went to go see James Bay recently, and his keyboard player, I forgot her name, but she was really good. She was using two 
She had two nodes. She did, yeah, I should did. I think the probably like the bottom one will be weighted for keys and stuff, and the top one's like semi weighted for organs. It's really handy because yeah. playing organ. If I have to do a slide on that, it kills your fingers. Can you? Is that weird? Is that weird? Yes. Can you unweight it? No. Can you? It's, no, it's built in the keys, isn't it? Yeah. All oh, right. Is it possible to do that where it's like weighted and not weighted? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. like as in you on the same keyboard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So weight, weighted ones are it feels more like a real piano. Yeah. But you can get what's called semi weighted or one right. full keys. Mine's got that. It's, yeah. I like. It's I like, so I like, much lighter yeah. to play. I like the idea of trying to switch it on and off where it's, you have That'll light cool. keys and then, but it's not necessarily the weight of them. Obviously, you can't change that with a flick of a switch. But like the way you, you press it, like it changes the feeling of it to make it feel like it's weighted. I wonder if that's a thing. There must be. If not, we'll definitely get the patent on that. Like, because yeah. <laughs> did, didn't did you know? Right, if you have the patent on something, you don't have to invent it. No, you, you just you, you, you own the rights to you, it. You own the rights to it, and you wait for someone else to invent it. And then you, so Jack, you get on this yeah, as well. Yeah, the four of us own it. the patent. So yeah. Kawhi, our listeners, yeah, yeah. who do the Nord stuff. Do yeah, yeah. Oh, do they? Yeah, I didn't from, know that. From, from now, I don't. They don't like the one you've got. Electro five five or could be on the five. Mine's not. Mine's it's on. It's on the grand, isn't it? That they've got the Kawhi. Yeah, Kawhi. But all that new stuff they're going to start doing with Kawhi as well, which is really good. But yeah. Right, if they are listening. <laughs> I but you you would love to have an organ and a Rhodes oh, yeah. for, oh, for gigs. If I and had stuff. the room. Eventually, had, eventually. Yeah, get an electro on the top of that. That would be cool. Oh, you have considered having you like yeah. two tiers. Just, just for organ stuff, because it's lighter. Otherwise you take all the skin off your fingers yeah. when you're playing this stuff. No, you, you want a proper Fender Rhodes and a, no, a Hammond yeah. organ. Yeah. That'll be wicked. A friend of mine, um he's a, he's actually the keyboard player in the Emerald Thieves, um, which oh, is no. which is Soft's band. Um, he has two Fender Rhodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them he plays, one of them he doesn't, and like is in the loft, and like he wants it to like because it's a fairly it's a, pro- a vintage one. Like, yeah, I mean, I don't know what year it was. I was going to say, you know what market is, but you've probably won. I, I feel like he said it was from the seventies. Is that right? Okay. Maybe I yeah, don't know. Yeah, they had them in the seventies. Yeah. I don't know actually. I, I, I'll be honest. I don't know what year it is, but he said it's like a year where they're worth. A fair amount of money, so he's kept it in the loft. Yeah, for that reason, being well, like, right, you'll see them on like reverb and that yep. coming yeah. over. It's like, oh, they're bloody expensive. Man. I think he said. Now, Budgie, if you if you're listening, I don't think you will be. But if you're listening, I apologize if I got this fact wrong. But I think because he, um, he does a lot of uh, like roof tiling and um, with his dad, and I think as part of one of the jobs he did, that was like the payment because I think he walked into his house and went. Like, you know, oh, how much do I owe you? And he went, oh, well, I'll have that Fender Rhodes. He went, hi, you have it? No way. Yeah. <laughs> what? That's meant that. Yeah. I could oh, be... which we could do that at gigs. Like, yeah. there was instruments on the stage. Oh, we'll take an instrument roll and get paid. I, I could be wrong, but I'm positive that was the story. I'll, that, I'll have to ask him. Aye, yeah, uh, yeah. I'll ask him what it is. Aye, uh, that would be good. Like, my, my nice Les Paul in the corner. Oh, I'll oh, have that, yeah. That'd be great, yeah. I'll just not get paid. I'll, I'll have I'll the Les Paul. Aye, aye. <laughs> I do know somebody who did that, actually. A friend of mine is a... He's like a handyman, electrician kind of guy. Um, and he was doing some work at somebody's house. And he's a massive guitar collector. Um, not massive player, but like just buys lots and lots of guitars. Um, and he literally was doing like a job on somebody's house that he knew. And they said, oh, what, you know, what do I? Oh, yeah. And there was a, a Fender Tornado guitar. All right, which is like quite, oh, they are cool. Um, it's quite an obscure. Is it Cyclone or Tornado? Tor- isn't Tornado, um, it was Fender's way at trying to make 335 sort yes. of thing. Oh, yeah, not, yeah, yeah, No, it's yeah. not that one. It's the 
What's the one I'm thinking of then? It's like a, it's almost like a, an offset shit. Yeah, I think it's the Cyclone, isn't it? It's, it's like similar similar to the, yeah, yeah. It was one of the rare Fenders, yeah. though. It's not a Strat, it's not a Telly. It's like, yeah. you know, they only made them for a little bit. But they have um, one called the Starcaster. Yeah, that's the thing. one that's like the 335. Yeah, yeah it's like a three, but it's offset the Starcaster. The yeah, Tony yeah. Like, more like a 335. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Really nice. I, I don't Semi hollow. Like that's yeah. just me. That's Sounds me. great. Do you know what? I like the look of the headstocks on them. Yeah. I quite do. I quite like them. They're bigger no. than a Strat, obviously. No. A bit more curvy, sort of edge. I'm a slight traditionalist. And the backwards as well. Reverse. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. But he did the Not same cool. thing. He said, "Oh yeah, I'll have that." And he went, oh, "Okay, fair enough." You know, so what, what, maybe it's just a thing. Hey, we're in the wrong trade, aren't we? Why are we roofers? <laughs> Should we just all become roofers and electricians, and then and then we'll go around and be like, just go around to clients who have instruments. Yeah, like yeah. that's what you got to do, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's what you gotta do. You've got a job, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do, you like, do you like do you like tellies or straps? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. So you've been doing a kind of few gigs at the Halt. Is that in Middlesbrough? Red car. Red yeah. car. Yeah, it's owned by our friends in the Moon Dogs, which is another fifties and sixties rock and roll band from <laughs> the northeast. Quite incestuous, incestuous isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're playing there quite a lot. I go to the open mic night every Tuesday night. I might go there tonight actually. I won't be singing though because my throat's not doing <laughs> great. Um, but yeah, we play there quite a lot. I played there every weekend. It was one of the best gigs I've done at the weekend actually, with a new band. Well, we put it together in the last couple of weeks. It was really fun. Nice to do something different. He did this awesome video uh, on Instagram. Oh, uh, we, all, we all talked about when we, he came yeah, in. Yeah, we're like, hear that video. You did oh, uh, California Dreaming. Yeah, oh, yeah, it was great. Song. Really oh, good. I love all the harmonies in that. It's brilliant, isn't it? Mint. We, we try it because there's like... I've, in the Houndcats, there's only like me and Billy that sing, uh, so it's nice to have like three or four singers in a band yeah. to have yeah. all the harmonies. It's brilliant. It makes all the difference, even if like, in, in my opinion as well, even if it's like just people... Not necessarily singing the harmony, just joining in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just makes a difference to the vibe and everything. It does, you know what I mean? Out the sound of it, doesn't it? Yeah. Like if people are singing the same harmony or if, or whatever, it's like the the choir esque yeah. of it. That's do you it, know what I mean? It. Um, it makes a huge difference to a live performance. Yeah, I think yeah. like. Right, thank you very much. This has been the first ever Lime Tree Sessions podcast. We're hoping to have a few more guests on uh, at some point, but uh, for the time being, we'd like to give thank you to Jack Harvey from the Houndcats. He's been Ooh. absolutely thank sensational. You, You're very you. welcome. Thank you very much. Uh, give us a quick plug of your band. And, oh, well, uh, you, you can come see us if you want. We play along the northeast all the time. Uh, we're called the Houndcats, as you've probably heard. <laughs> <laughs> Doing 60 stuff. Yeah. And uh, I, I mean, I'm... I'm not sick of the 60s stuff, but you think I would be by now hanging out with the preamps every week. Yeah, we don't have um, many public gigs. Like you can, you can probably catch us at Stack Seaburn at some point. Book them for your wedding or yeah, your exactly. private party there or your dog's go. party. That's always yeah. a good one. Oh, your dog's, yes, That's your always dog's a good party. One. Definitely. Your cat got a birthday coming up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> is, you, is, you, is your fish the died? Cats. The fish <laughs> funeral? Fish died, yeah, yeah. Fish died. The hound cats. Very good, very good. Right. But yes, thank you very much for listening and uh, we'll see you on the next one. Cheers. Thank you very much. Bye. Ta-da. Ta-da.